Hello friends, my name is Dane Miller. And I'm now Spain, and we're your fuck buddies. We are a dating sex advice podcast where we take your sticky, sexy situations and turn them into sexy, sticky situations. Simply put, we find questions roaming the wild or sent in from our wonderful listeners, and we answer them right here, right now. We also answer them on a free, or not free, ooh, we answer them on a Patreon episode every month. Yes, that's 25% more fuck buddies. In this yes. economy, that's a deal. That's a deal. Your math, the way your brain processes shit, like, makes no sense to me. And probably, I don't know if it's just me or if it's everyone, but like, you're sometimes you're like, it's a full year worth of content. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? But I understand you're saying it does make sense. I'm saying it does four episodes a month. If you join the yes. Patreon, you get one extra, which four plus one, that one is 25% of four. I know, but that is too much for me to process we are your math buddies we have a very exciting live show coming up on march 7th at black sheep all the usual stuff 7 p.m black sheep ten dollars you can get tickets on our website and we would love to see you there yep please come along it's gonna be a blast and i might have some pre-saint patty's day fucking vibes going so okay i forgot that's happening too Ugh. (laughs) fuck We have an exciting show for you this week. We're going to be talking about being real bad at nicknames. Is going on a cruise cheating? Is sniffing panties cheating? (laughs) I saw my girlfriend dance with a groomsman. Help? Drinking makes me gay? (laughs) I tell you guys, like, this is going to be a good one. I feel it deep in my bones, deep down in my my soul, my plums. I Um, feel it in my fingers. I feel it in my toes. Oh, okay. I fucking Good episode is all around us. <laughs> I know we've talked about it before. I fucking hate that movie so much. Okay. You know that song's not from that movie, right? Is it really? I thought it was... Well, like, the that version is, but, like, the Christmas is all around us is, like, a parody take on the actual song. No, that doesn't sound right. Don't this know if you know that now. Hold, hold, hold on. A... This is, this is going to be our whole episode. You don't know that? I, under, I 100% thought it was a, uh, like, a song written for the movie. No, it's just like a Weird Al change of like an existing song. Badly. That's the joke. So bad movie. This is from Adorable Psychics. My boyfriend won't stop calling me Tony Pizza. I, female 22, 21 year old, and my boyfriend, a male 21 year old, currently live together and have been living together for about four months. To explain why we're living together at the four month mark, we started out as roommates and then started dating. I have to say my boyfriend has never been good at pet names. Some early ones were Little Stubster and Sour Meat. One of my nicknames for him, in comparison, is Little Bird. Anyway, about two weeks ago, he starts calling me Tony Pizza. This doesn't even make sense, and he uses it more often than my actual name. He is obsessed. and honestly bothers me that he can't even bother to find somewhat nice nicknames for me. I have a, had a couple conversations with him about it, but he says, Just can't think of anything better. What do I do? (laughs) Is this going to be a bigger problem? Or should I even address it? I hate being Tony Pizza. You know, I do agree. I also can't think of anything better than Tony Pizza. (laughs) What could you possibly... You care about someone. They're Tony Pizza. Yeah. 
you've like he reached the pinnacle and you're asking him to go further this poor man like that's the sheer mental power and fortitude that must have come must have taken to come up with tony pizza Whew. and hey also it's a lot better than sour meat it's certainly an upgrade from sour meat i do like little stubster though stubster is great i hope like if you're really short that's really cute <laughs> i like the name little stubster or if you're really tall and it's one of those like ironic prison names. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I just love the idea of this guy introducing her to his friends, being like, Yeah, this is Tony Pizza. It's like, babe, please, my name is Jessica. <laughs> Stop calling me Tony Pizza. Now, did you know about this question yesterday when we were playing and named our entire team on Foam Stars Pepperoni? This is why I kind of brought it. So yesterday we wanted to play Helldivers. We are now the Helldivers husbands. It broke the game. We broke the game. So we played another game, which is free, called Foam Stars, which is a hell. Yeah. It's not a good game. It's a game that you play, for sure. And that's about all I can say about it. But it does let you customize your, I guess, like, nickname or whatever. And And we chose one of the words as pepperoni. So there you go. So I think we're kind of like in the Tony Pizza verse already like we're trying mm. we're getting there we're already trying to attain like pepperoni pizza hood tony pizza hood i think it's wonderful i also let's take a fucking second little bird yeah little bird sucks it. little bird sucks shit i don't know like, also is he little like are you mocking him maybe his masculinity's hurt and he the only way he can get back at you by calling <laughs> you tony pizza yeah i don't think like little bird is a cute name for like a kid like, if he was your son, I think yeah. Little Bird is an adorable name. For a or romantic like, partner, I would take Tony Pizza over Little Bird every day. For sure. If someone wants to call me Tony Pizza, in fact, I might change my name on this <laughs> podcast to Tony Pizza. <laughs> we might just be the Tony Pizzas. The Tony Pizza Show. Yeah. <laughs> and every episode, hey, you want a pizza advice? <laughs> just nonstop pizza puns. Is this what our third podcast is going to be? <laughs> the Tony am Pizza I, Show? Am I, going to, am I going to adopt the persona of Tony Pizza and just do a podcast? Hey, we're white dudes. Now, we can make <laughs> we a podcast. That, we don't have a topic. We don't need a topic. We, we don't need anything. We can make a podcast and think it's going to be great. Just us sitting together on some comfy looking chairs talking. Yeah, we really fucked up by making sure we actually had a topic and then cared about it and mm-hmm. kept to it. We could have done fucking whatever. We could have done whatever we wanted. We could have literally just sat down, do what we do before we record and just like shoot the shit. That could have been our show. Yeah. But instead we have to go and find questions. We mm-hmm. have to go and do research. You know, like I wanted to talk about Helldivers. And now all I want to do is talk about Tony Pizza, and I'm not going to really get to talk about either of them. It's true. Look, it's a great nickname. One, you don't get to choose your own nickname or Absolutely like not. pet name, right? You don't. Two, it's so much better than sour meat. And I love sour meat for different reasons, you know what I mean? But this is objectively better. For eating. Yeah, true. Although, is Tony Pizza like a living pizza? In which case, maybe not better for eating. Because if there was yeah. a living pizza man screaming, maybe begging, maybe he had a family, I don't know if I could chow down on him, whereas like, sour meat, that's bad. I'm going to have no. a bad time. Maybe I'll die, but my See, I, th- I think Tony my honor Pizza my wants soul. to be eaten. Yeah, you don't know that. That's wishful thinking. You're projecting. Well, 
I'm just thinking, everyone, like, we've seen the gingerbread man in Shrek, where he's like, no, no, not the gumdrop buttons, not the gumdrop pepperoni. (laughs) But how many times have we seen a fictional food man try to be like, eat a slice, have have one of my pepperoni nipples? Mr. Peanut didn't want to get eaten, and then when he died, it was a tragedy. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. He doesn't want to be eaten, so why would Mr. Tony? Also, you said fictional. Tony Pepperoni is real. <laughs> That's Tony, Tony Pizza. pizza. Tony Pizza. Tony uh, Pepperoni's the fake one. I always mix them up. It's <laughs> what I'm saying is we have all of these people, all of these food men and women who don't want to be eaten. The M and M's they don't yeah. want to be eaten. No, and the now they're not one, even sexy. So what's the, the point? The green one I don't. I wouldn't even fuck anymore. <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> Thanks, Obama. Uh, Thanks, Obama. You know, we got Mr. Peanut. We've got the gingerbread man. We have so many food men and people that don't want to be eaten. I'm just saying it would be nice if there was one who could just. Are you saying there are too many now and to spread democracy, we have to start eating them? No, because I don't. They're all sentient. They're allowed to decide whether they want to be eaten or not. I'm just saying that Tony Pizza, it would be nice for a change if he was like, slice of pizza, and he just peels a little slice of pizza off him. It's fair. Hey, then, then, yes, I agree it would be nice, but does that mean that's what he wants? No, that's not how the world works. Look, guys, when we finally get Tony Pizza on as a guest, we'll solve this problem. But for now, I think we have a different problem to solve, and that's why don't you like your cool nickname? Yeah. I look, there's like so little joy in the world these days. Mm-hmm. The whole fucking thing's a mess. If someone organically and naturally decided to start calling me Tony Pizza, that would add a ray of sunshine in a overtly bleak world. And I would do everything in my power to maintain that name and live up to it. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, I worry that you've done the opposite and you chose Little Bird because you heard it somewhere on some like romantic comedy or like you fashioned it because you think like, yes, this is what the pet name should be. Whereas to me, unless there's context we're missing, which, you know, there always is, it feels lifeless. Yes. Little Bird means nothing. It's the same as like, oh, I have a pet name and I call him, you know, honey baby or yeah. babe. It's like, mm-hmm. okay. Like, and again, I'm not Panda out here. Panda bear. Panda I don't bear. Want- like, no. I don't want to throw shade on, like, if you call someone that because that's your impulse, for whatever reason, I called my ex, like, B, and there was no B in their name whatsoever, but... They did have a huge stinger. (laughs) If they did hurt anyone, they would die. Yeah. (laughs) So, um... (laughs) That's why they're my ex. Yeah. So it's like, you know, if a nickname comes naturally, that's fine. But I think you're right. I think you got called Sour Meat, and then you're like, I call him Little Bird. I would love to know what came first, Sour Meat or Little Bird, Mm -hmm. right? Also, like, have you ever talked to him? Does he like Little Bird? Yeah. I think the main point of everything going on here is, like, you're dating a goofy little guy. We know that. Purely from this. Right? He's a goofy little guy. He says Tony Pizza. Like, <laughs> do you want to take his goofiness away? Because, like, I feel like that's probably why you like him. Maybe not in this specific sense, but, like, it's part of his goofy little guyness. Yeah, you've got a Nick Miller and you're trying to get a Ross. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like you're- and if you got rid of this, like, 
this is the symptom, not the disease. But if you got rid of the disease, what would he be? What would be left? Yeah. <laughs> like, again, you really have to stress that this, this is top tier for him. Like, it's not, he's expressed to you, it's not getting better than Tony Pizza. <laughs> so, yeah. if you don't like Tony Pizza, then he's already told you, like, this is my A game. If you're going to force me back into the nickname mine, you're going to yeah. get more things like sour meat. <laughs> That's the thing. Like, you've gone, it's like when you re-roll, and when you get some energy cubes, and you re-roll your foam. I can't remember anything about your that game. bubble gems, Niall. Your bubble gems, yeah. When you get, like, a thing, a random thing, it's like a loot box in a game. You got Lil Stubster. Not bad, right? Let's say it's mid-tier to mid to high-tier. Then you got Sour Meat, which is, like, bad. Common. It's but great. Then you, then you went to Tony Pizza? Like, you're going to take a huge risk by re-rolling that. Now, I will say, if you want advice, and I guess we should give it to you, Ugh. there's only one way to change this, and it's very perilous because it could backfire. And that is that, much like Dane said earlier, that he would try so hard to embody Tony Pizza, I think that's what you need to do, is become Tony Pizza. And I'm talking, <laughs> like, fresh-made dough, pizza for every meal, a jaunty hat, maybe a curly mustache. hundred. You can't be Tony Pizza and not have a mustache. I'm sorry. There's no I, I maybe about it. Maybe was the curly part. Okay. Okay. I'll, I think, uh, all right. I'll let you slide on that one, on that technicality. I think it's got to be gradual, too. Like, I think you've got to no, slowly think- starts off with you now just only wear like sort of greasy white tank tops. Like, and that's, it has to that's be just pizza grease. You can't, it's got to be pizza, it's gotta be pizza like, grease. Yeah. I'm sorry. You can't just smear like an old bag of chips on there. And then, like, you know, maybe you start sort of dotting on stubble with makeup. Or grow or a pepperoni. beard. Maybe it's, and then maybe as it's little specks of pepperoni. You wake up and you've got the mustache. And then it's I think a lot of hand talking. I think an early step is you get a talented seamstress to unsew all the like the branding from your clothes and re-sew it saying Tony Pizza, but in the original style. So Ooh. like you've got like, you know, your Chanel jumper. And instead of saying Chanel, it says Tony Pizza, but you don't really know. Right? Instead of the, it's like the two C's, it's just a T and a P. <laughs> exactly, exactly. You got to get like oregano and like chili oil flavored like perfume. 100%. Uh, I know how I said flavored. Yeah, the classic sense that you use to experience a perfume. Exactly. It's, you just, like, come on. Can I just hit you with one of those? Can I just hit you with a, come on. Come on. It's 2024. It's 2024. We need this. That's the we, thing. You're only thinking about yourself. What about us? Yeah. Do you know how much that made me giggle? Niall was doing business stuff. Niall was doing like actual important podcast work. And you know what I was doing? I was lying on my couch giggling at this question. You know when the last time I giggled? I don't get to feel it, joy anymore. The world's the a funny, mess. Even the secondhand joy I felt listening to Dane giggle while I was trying to draft a business email was very funny. So, so let's do it for us. Do it for us. That's the joy of Tony Pizza. I'm not giving you advice because I want you to be Tony Pizza forever. And I will say, if he does hit you with another one, we gotta know. Because <laughs> all three have been standouts in different ways. Have you thought of making a TikTok or a Twitter or an Instagram or whatever? And it's like, you know, nicknames my boyfriend gave me. Yeah. Kind of like, you know, shit white people say or like what my dad says or whatever. 
Mm-hmm. Remember that one? Remember that Twitter that got turned into a TV show? Shit Why my dad say says? Like that? Because I remembered that they turned shit my dad says Man's into a so TV. Angry. Why aren't we a fucking TV show? You know what I'm really worried about right now? What, that I'm... we both accidentally wore black and white and it looks like we kind of color coordinated? Uh, mine is blue, I believe. But no. What? The problem is, or what I'm worried about right now, is that we're slipping into white man podcast territory. Oh, because I don't only yelled about Tony Pizza for 20 minutes almost. And I did also, I was about to go on a fucking spiraling tirade about the fact that they turned shit my dad says into a TV show. Yeah, no, we gotta move. Because you also said there was a question you wanted to get to, and you said one was quick, but now one has been exceptionally long. I, I will say, we're at the yeah. precipice. We could make the whole episode Tony Pizza. At one point in time, I was like, this is it. This is the episode where we don't do any questions and we only talk about Tony Pizza. Then I did realize that we do have advertiser. So we, we have <laughs> somewhat, we somewhat, still of, advertise. somewhat of an obligation to not specifically and solely talk about Tony Pizza. But maybe one day. Be, maybe one day. Maybe it, but today, yes, hey. this was definitely one of those episodes where I was like, oh, no, here it comes. You know Dane, we'll continue this right now on the Patreon. <laughs> we'll make our Patreon the Tony Pizza episode. Okay, I'll Let's, hit you with the next one. Yeah, please. This is by Courtney Custom. My 31-year-old female boyfriend, 34-year-old male, claims that going on a cruise is cheating. My boyfriend and I have been dating for three years, and we do not live together. My friend is turning 40 and has always been really into cruises and wanted to do one for her birthday, asking me to go. Since I have yet to go on one, I agreed and invited my sister, who she is also friends with. My friend then invited a slew of her other friends. The only two friends of hers that want to come are men. One she previously dated and another that has a girlfriend. My friend is single and my sister is married. My boyfriend claims that me going on the cruise at all with two other men is cheating, even if not physically. The girls are sharing a room and the dudes are rooming together. He made no remarks towards the trip until he invited me to a wedding two weeks before. And I reminded him that the cruise group was supposed to meet for the first time that evening. He was also invited. But I'd be happy to reschedule and accompany him. He got angry and took the invitation back, saying he couldn't have me representing him at the wedding when I'm doing things like this, as in going on a cruise with two men. Am I the crazy one here? No. No, you're not. Oh, man. And see, this is why we need Tony Pizza. For yeah. situations like this, where like I'm reminded that people still think this way. That people still think that doing a fun, platonic, non-sexual activity with another gender is cheating. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, that's the bleakness I'm talking about, y'all. That's the gray skies overhead. And, like, I went on a cruise last year. And I can tell you, they are not sexy at all. The average age on any given cruise is, like, 60. Yeah, like, unless you're going on, like, a sexy singles cruise, like, unless you're getting on Breaker High, then let me tell you, they're all teenagers. They're high school students. It's in the name. You're not allowed to hit on them either. What's happening? What is Breaker High? Do you not know what Breaker High is? No. Okay, so Breaker High, this might be a Canadian TV show. I'm not sure. But it was a, like, a yacht, like a super yacht, like like a cruise ship that was also a high school. And the kids... Kids would drown? Was that plot every episode? <laughs> every episode. There was just one kid that was just there was just like a new like a new person would come and be like, Hey guys, I'm Steve. I'm a hip hop like B-boy. And you're like, ah, Steve's dead. Steve's not making it through this episode. 
No, I don't know if it was. I think it was like a work school situation. Like they worked on the cruise ship, but they were also attending high school at the same time. I believe. So like a child labor ring? <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not too sure. Now that I'm saying it out loud and thinking about it, I also might be misrepresenting it. It might just be like, this is what they were doing on summer break. They, they did like a. were still a high school on summer break? None of this makes sense. I'm trying to remember if there was any actual teaching involved in the show, and I don't <laughs> so remember. Maybe it was just kids on a boat. <laughs> it could have just been kids on a boat. But Ryan Gosling is in it, and mm. he's like he's dorky. The <laughs> he's the dorky nerd that everyone hates and like everyone's so disgusted by. Look at him now. Look at him now, you idiots. This is why you're nice to the dorky nerds. They grow up to be Ryan Gosling. What the fuck are we talking about? Oh, right, this, Cruz. We are doing bad if this is our level of staying on topic today. Yeah, Cruz, okay, look. There's no difference between her going to a club where men are and her going to a crew. Like, in that, you trust your partner, you don't. Well, I wonder, like, does she never do things like this because of a controlling mm. boyfriend? Like, is this a whole new experience to him being like, wait, you're going somewhere without me? Like, is she allowed to go out to clubs? Or yeah. is that just like something she's already resigned herself to not being able to do because this idiot is so fucking scared of it Insecure. or, you know, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like, has she given up a lot of social gatherings and social outings and social possibilities and opportunities because of this mindset? Because I would wager probably. Oh, yeah. Like, it's very unlikely that this is the one thing. It's cruises are an issue. Everything else. Fine. Yeah. Go yeah. hang out with your friends. Have Especially because friend. like. The idea of being like, you're representing your, like, I can't have you at a wedding as my date while you're representing yourself. Like, what the fuck does that mean? Well, okay, let's be fair. Can you imagine the scandal if somebody at the wedding was like, hey, in what capacity are you representing your boyfriend? And you say, oh, just uh, tonight, but in two weeks, I'm going to be in a cruise and men will be on the boat. And they're like, oh, what? They just hit you. With whatever blunt objects nearest yeah. and drag oh, you out I, into the river and drown you. Yeah. yeah, and that's what you deserve. No, come on, guys. What are we doing here? If you don't trust your partner, don't date them. For their sake and yours. And that's that. Yeah. And if you need to, like, have a conversation and be like, okay, when I go to work and there are men in the office building, is that cheating? And just like, you know what I mean? Like, pause it. Be like, okay, I go to the gym. There are men working out there. Is that cheating? Okay, so why isn't that cheating? But going on a boat with men, cheating. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and just try to like try to rationalize what his like why what it is that makes him think that this is cheating in the sense of being like, are you worried that I'm going to cheat on you? Yeah. Like, is that is that the concern? Because if that's the concern, then we need to have a conversation yeah, about why, trust. Why don't you trust me? Yeah. But if it's just like. No, women aren't allowed to be near men. Otherwise, it's cheating. Then it's like, okay, like maybe don't even have the conversation. Just fucking pack your bag and go somewhere go on a else. Cruise. Yeah. 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 Or is it just, is he hung up on boats? Maybe he watched Breaker High too much and got a weird idea of what happens on them. Man, I have never been on a cruise and I have no idea what's going on in there. I just know that there's always like the hunky guy who's kind of brooding. And then you got the sassy, like Southern one. And then you got. You're not both of those. You can't be I, I, both of them. You ruined my whole gag where I was going to point at myself for everyone you said. It would have been so funny. I can't remember what. I mean, there, I think there was like a ditzy blonde. 
There was the sort of like shy bookish redhead. There was Ryan Gosling's like other like fat, goofy friend. And then like that's you don't I don't know if you need to list the characters. <laughs> I do actually. What are the other ones we got? On a cruise. There's like there's not that much time also, like if you're actually doing a cruise, because you get to a place and you have a certain amount of time to be in that city. So unless you're not doing that, which why are you on a cruise? You're like scrambling, you're getting up early, you're going out, you're sightseeing. It's a lot of fun. You get home. There's shows. The shows are like either very fun or very goofy because again they're targeted to like 60 year olds and then you eat food and it's, it's just so much fun and it's like it's a very unsexy environment though yeah i don't know you suck you, let your girlfriend fucking go and if your boyfriend is like this fucking dump him because your life will be better off and you'll get to go on a cruise yep yeah i think that's we're done being nice y'all this is the mean this is our villain era we've said it over and over again There's no need to keep people who are shitty in your life anymore. There's no need to make them explain themselves or try to like teach them. It's time for people to fucking learn the hard way. You think Tony Pizza had it easy? You think he he learned? He had to fight his way out of the pizza mines to be here with us today. Exactly. You don't know what he went through. No. His brethren's been given away for free at an all-you-can-eat buffet on the very same cruise, and he'll still let you go. You go to a bar in New York. And you get a slice of his friends for a dollar if you buy a drink. and Or a dollar, you'll still get a beer, too. I think that was what happened last time we were there. Before we answer the next question, however, we're going to take a quick break, hear from our sponsor, and we'll be right back. Are you sick and tired of swiping on all the dating apps? And when you get a match, you don't really know what to say or how to break the ice. And then so you just kind of collect matches that don't really go anywhere. Or are you looking for something super specific like a one night stand or a long term sexual relationship? Are you looking to explore fetishes or kinks? And you don't really know how to put that forward in your dating profile or talk about it with people that you match with. Good news. There is an app for you and it's called Fleur. Fleur's entire mission is to connect like-minded people together. It's a sex-positive dating app that has a ton of safety features. Uh, It is invite-only for men, which allows women to invite men that they know are safe and good. But don't worry, gents, there is still a waiting list you can go. You just need to get approval through the wait list, and then you'll be added in as well. So there's multiple ways to join, but everyone can rest easy knowing that everyone on the app is safe. On top of that, the app encourages people to be forward about what they're looking for, whether it's a a kink or a fetish or a relationship structure, monogamy, non-monogamy. It doesn't matter what you're looking for. You don't have to be ashamed or scared of putting it out there. It's actually encouraged in order for you to match up with people who are looking for the same thing or at least open to talking about the same thing. Fleur is quite literally the definition of no one yucking your yum. There are no forbidden desires on Fleur, only mandatory respect and consent. And really, isn't that what you want in every aspect of life? 
The app is jam-packed with all kinds of features. One of the coolest things that I found was you have the option to select a local experience, much like other dating apps, which shows you people that match your criteria in your selected range. But then you can also expand your search to sort of like the entire app. And that's great for people who are looking to just make connections or if you want to just, you know, have a, a sexy pen pal. As I mentioned before, there is a ton of safety features in this to prevent people from getting overwhelmed or feeling uncomfortable. Women have the option of activating safe mode, which women have the option of activating safe mode, which prevents unwanted pictures of, let's face it, you know what people don't want pictures of. And when they're ready to take their relationship to the next level with whoever they've talking to or matched, they can deactivate it and open up the floodgates a little bit more to sexier content. And if you're one of those people who really struggles with breaking the ice and, and not really knowing where to go when you match with someone, Fleur's got you covered, baby. Flare has a built-in card game meant to uh, get to know each other. It helps break the ice. It helps uh, define what you guys are looking for. Flare's algorithm will pick the best questions suited for what both of you are looking for. I'm going to find common ground between the two of you to make your chat successful. All you got to do is treat it like a game and answer the questions honestly, and you'll find yourself matching with far more intention and success. I also mentioned the invitation waitlist for men on the app. But there's a two-step verification for all users, which means that you know you're not going to get bots or scams. You know you're going to be treated with respect because Flair is dedicated to creating a safe space for everybody on the app. So if endlessly swiping on dating apps seems like something that's kind of a thing of the past for you, consider checking out Flair. Follow the link in the episode description and you'll be able to download the app and get matching as soon as possible. This next question is going to be like a two-parter. Okay. Or it's like two parts, two questions mm-hmm. of the same Okay, question. do they blend together really well, like, say, red sauce and cheese, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. A little bit of garlic, a little bit of dough, 100%. Okay. Yeah, yeah. This is from... They're both throwaway accounts, so it's fine. I'm straight, but have thoughts of eating another girl out. I've never been emotionally attracted to other girls or wanted to kiss them, but I have had fantasies where I eat a girl out. And the thought of trying a lesbian relationship or one night standout of curiosity has been a bit on my mind. I don't think I'm bi. I'm sure as hell not lesbian. But what does this mean? This other question is, why the fuck do I turn gay when I'm high or drunk? This is the dumbest post I've ever made, but I'm a straight guy when I'm sober. Like, I'm only into girls, but when I get drunk or high, I'm into guys for some fucking reason. Like, every time I go out and get drunk, I hook up with a guy. I'm a bit of a slag, so I sleep around. And I'm pretty sure I've slept with more men than women as a straight guy. Like, what the fuck? Does this make me gay or something? Like, one joint, and I get 100% gayer. Like, what the fuck? Why is this like when I'm sober, I don't, I'm not into guys. I don't understand. Uh, have you ever heard of the Kinsey scale, listeners, question askers? Gayness is not a binary, you know? There's not just like three sets of gayness and it's straight, bi, or gay. You know, yeah. or super straight, straight, bi, gay. If you're a fucking idiot. People can be shades and stripes of gayness or straightness. It's really harmful, I think, to set these really rigid boundaries because then you get into quandaries like this that don't neatly fit and you're like, what the fuck? But I do think, like, if you want to go down on the opposite sex, you're probably bi. Like, I probably mean 100%. Also, like, 
if you're fucking dudes when you're drunk, what does drunkenness do? It removes inhibitions. Maybe you have inhibitions about doing it sober. Yeah, and like, I'm sorry, my man, but if you've slept with more men than women, you're not straight. Like, you're not. It doesn't matter what your drunk or high alter ego does. It's you, you're one person, and you're choosing to have a considerable amount of gay sex. That's, in and of itself, that a gay act, you're having gay sex, and that's fine. That's cool. I would say it's fucking rad if you're happy. And that's the thing, like, the best part is, you don't seem to really mind what's going on. Just from the post. You seem confused, but you don't seem to be upset, right? If you were, presumably you would stop. But, like, it doesn't matter what you call it. Is the best part. Yes. We could say, yeah. we could say, yeah, no, you're still straight, or oh, you're gay. It doesn't matter because what you've done and how you feel are still there, and that's why it bothers me when people get hung up on like the label, the tag, the terminology. It doesn't matter if you want to do this thing, and that's fine. My only reason I could imagine you're doing this is because you are lowering your inhibitions. Ergo, when sober, you are you feel inhibited from doing this. I'm here to tell you, you're good. We don't care. Yeah. Majority, more and more people don't care by the day. 2024, never been a better time to be gay. I or hope bi, I can say pan, that. Or, or or little bit. I really hope someone, something doesn't happen tomorrow to get rid of that. But you know what I mean? I feel like we're getting better as a society in ways. Either way, who fucking cares? Don't get hung up by the label. Do what you want to do. For the girl who wants to go down on someone, what's the fucking harm? If you want to do it and they want to do it, great. That's really it, right? Like, that's the crux of it, is being like, it doesn't matter if you're straight. It doesn't matter if you're bi. It doesn't matter if you're lesbian. Yes. Just go in, do what you want to do, do it safely, do it respectfully, do it consensually. Those are the things that matter. What, you're, what label you want to give yourself at the end of it when you walk away from it and you're showering all the juices of lovemaking off, it doesn't really matter. And if you want it, like, I know I said, I was like, oh, you're not straight. But, like, if you want to say you're straight, that's fine. Fuck it. Who cares? Yeah. Whatever. But I think you're, I think you're being, I'm just worried you're being disingenuous to yourself. Mm-hmm. And you're trying to be like separating, as, as Nell said, like the inhibitions that you're losing when you're drunk and high, that you're trying to like make this Dr. Jekyll and Dr. Hyde, like Hyde Jekyll situation where like, oh, I get drunk and then I make a mistake or I get drunk and then I do bad things. But or that's I get not drunk me. And, and then that guy does something crazy. It's like, that guy is you. Yeah. So I think in both cases, specifically the dude, though, because he's acting on it, I think it would be handy to like talk to a therapist and broach these subjects because they have a much greater grasp on mm-hmm. the, the idea of, and like, there are people who deal with like sexual identity and sexual health and stuff like that. So that you can find someone pretty specifically tailored to this. And I think, as I said, like the Kinsey scale and looking into sexual identity and stuff like that, I think just taking a couple seconds and reading about this stuff, I think will also open a lot of doors because I think unless you're part of the community that talks about it, I think there are a lot of people out there who still do think, as Nell said, like there's three settings and it's one, both, the other, right? And it's not that cut and dry. I think it's important here as well that like, I feel like if we said, no, it's cool, you're straight, 
you would do these things happily. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it sounds like you, you're like, oh, fuck. I'm like, if you're getting hung up on the label, obviously the label is the problem and doesn't matter. And there's like a level of like homophobia in there as well, where you're like, oh, no, kept gay. That's the bad thing. And it's like, just, I think you need to really think on why this matters to you. Yeah. And let me get, let me tell you, dude, who's been Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hiding. I would love to have hear you have this conversation with the guys you fucked, because let me tell you, it's probably going to be a much more blunt answer than we've given. Yeah. So be kind to yourself, because it really feels like you're letting issues with, again, just simple words really get hung up, get yourself hung up on them. And it's like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't. doesn't matter. Be good to uh, yourself, be good to your partners. And that's yeah. really it. That's what my friend Tony Pizza always says. This is Relationship Head 5349. I, 22-year-old male, watched my girlfriend, 22-year-old female, dance, take shots with a groomsman at a wedding. What do you think I should do? I've been dating my girlfriend for almost three years now. We started dating in college, but now we full-time jobs. We don't live together, but we live near each other and spend tons of time together. Last weekend, we went to her cousin's 200-person backyard wedding where my girlfriend was in the bridal party. She didn't know any of the groomsmen prior to the wedding, but naturally got to know them as the night went on. As day turned into night, the dancing and partying started. All the way up to the end of the night, I stayed basically sober since I was trying to represent myself well in front of her extended family. She got very drunk because of the event, which makes sense because it was exciting. Towards the end of the night, she started dancing with this one particular groomsman, we'll call him A, for 30 plus minutes. Very handsy on the dance floor, twirling her around, etc. I just watched from a distance. They went to the bar a couple of times and took shots together. I think it's important to give context here as well. I was very involved in celebrating earlier that night. I was dancing, requesting songs, etc. It wasn't like I was sitting on the sidelines the whole night. Later, she joins me sitting at a table with her family. As she drunkenly sitting next to me, she introduced me to a middle-aged woman guest she met that night. Hey, guest name, this is my boyfriend. The guest replied, oh, I thought that was your boyfriend, pointing at A. The whole situation was very embarrassing. Two days later, on the following Monday, after she recovered and everything calmed down, I confronted her about it. Asked her questions like, what do you think led you to do that? Do you have any issues with me we can talk about or I can help clear up, etc.? Basically, let's talk. Spill your feelings and I'll spill mine. I'm upset about this. She doesn't remember doing any of that. She cried a lot about it and doesn't want to break up. And her apology seemed very sincere. Like, very, very sincere. She really seemed upset about the whole thing. I told her I lost a lot of trust, but I forgive you. To be honest, guys, I really have no local friends where I live. I spend so much time with her, it would make a huge impact on my day-to-day if I made any drastic decisions. Kind of scared of any decision I make. I just want objective opinions about the whole thing. I want to see what the average person says about it. Thank you in advance. Oh, I'd hate to hear what the average person thinks about it. So I think like I would need to see the dancing to really get a vibe, right? But there is an edit. Okay. Handsy comment. I wrote that late at night and probably should have been clearer. There was never any groping, but more of an A had his hand around her. A held her shoulders and leaning against one another at the bar was not one sided either. Girlfriend was doing the same slash reciprocating it back flirty touching if you consider touch as your love language okay again there seems to be like a clarify like a kind of a bullshit clarification of being like this those touches could be flirty if you have you know what i mean like because like could you then be like oh any touch could be flirty if your love language is touch right like i that also, irks like, me let's be fair 90 percent of what he just said is just dancing Yes. Like, okay, are we talking about, like, did they do the conga line at one point in time? His hands were on her hips. 
Yeah, dude. Well, or shoulders. Yeah. That's where they go. He specifically said shoulders as well, which like as a guy, if you're trying to be sexy, that's not where you're putting your hands. Typically. So awkward. It seems to me like you got a case of I'm too sober for this event. Yes. Meanwhile, that was exacerbated by I'm jealous. I'm a little lonely because I don't have any friends around slash at this event. And then you just kind of like dug your heels in and like did a I'm in the corner watching you kiss her. Whoa. Whoa. Here. Why can't you see me? And like just sitting there and stewing in it and being like, hmm. and like, yeah, it sucks that your one made that comment, but also 100%. Like that's nothing to do with your girlfriend and your girlfriend introduced you as her boyfriend, right? It would have been weird if she was like, this is my friend, Dave. And you were like, yeah. No, I am your boyfriend. And then everyone was like, really? Isn't it that guy? And your girlfriend just like left. Yeah. I mean, I think that's it, right? Like, I think that's sort of the bleach getting thrown onto the fucking black towel of just being, I don't know what the fuck that means. That's the most normal way to describe that. Thank you. No oil, Um, no fire, bleach on the black towel. Yeah. The night would have been whatever if this woman hadn't said that. Who, again, was probably drunk. And I want to clarify, I'm not saying that like the only way to avoid these situations is to get fucking hammered. But I think you start to overthink things and it seems like you're already overthinking why you're not drinking in here, being like, I want to represent myself. It's a wedding, dude. Why is everyone representing people at weddings today? <laughs> like <laughs> the second I think, fucking question. I think you are more likely to give people the heebie jeebies if you're just stone sober and trying to be like you probably looked high as fuck or drunk as fuck pretending not to be you know what i mean like you know when like you're when you're really drunk and you're trying to like hold it together but you're just fucking weird like that's probably what you were coming across as you were probably like looking kind of fucking weird because you were so uptight and then this thing happened with your girlfriend where you started to get like awkward and uncomfortable yeah, and the thing is, Dana's obviously not saying get drunk. No. You know, and people that don't drink suck, obviously. But, like, it's a weird thing to be like, oh, I can't drink. I gotta, like, represent myself well. Unless, like, you have issues with drinking and don't of represent course. yourself well, which is its own problem, right? So, I think it's pretty harmless here what happened. And I also think, like, you could have gone over and hung out with them, or danced with her, or done any of these things, and you chose to, like, stand on the sidelines and stew and glare and stare. You know what I mean? And like, I think that makes it worse because at that point you've written a script and where she goes, wait, where is he? Oh my God, I gotta go find him. But like, she's having fun. Yeah, I promise you what happened was like, he was like, oh, I was dancing and partying like yada, yada, yada. He probably like sat down to take a breather, grab some food or whatever. And mm-hmm. she started dancing and then he looked over and he was like, I need to see where this goes. Like he was yes. probably secretly not hoping for, but waiting for the kiss or the hand grab or the butt yeah. grab or the, you know what I mean? Like I, he was probably being like any moment, like if she doesn't, I'm out. And he was like probably spiraled so fucking for much sure. in his head of like waiting for this thing to happen. And then it never happened where that's why he starts like interjecting handsy when it wasn't yes. handsy. It's a clear indication of like, Oh, I didn't get the justification or like, the vindication I wanted for feeling this way. So I'm going to sort of tailor, like change some words around because like it's 
my guess is people being like, oh, if they were all over each other, like blah, blah, blah. And then he was like, well, well, she wasn't like they weren't. And it's like, yeah. Okay. Well, well that's was, a much different situation. It was also a, well, they weren't, but they still were like, you know, he's yeah. trying to say no, but yes. And the thing is, it's like, look, dude, you are insecure and jealous. Yeah. That's fine. We all feel that way. And you also made bad choices. You made bad choices in that you decided to sit there and stew instead of being chill. And, and that made it worse for you. And it probably felt like an eternity while you sat there, like staring. 100%. You know what I mean? Especially like an hour. Yeah, at least. Right. So you did it to yourself in a lot of ways. It doesn't sound like she did anything wrong. And if she did, it would be a wild way to do it in a wedding with your friends and your boyfriend in attendance in front of everybody. So. You could have gone over and joined them. Yep. Like, and I like if he got weird or if they got weird, then like, sure. Then you would have a yes. little bit more, you know, ground to stand on. For but sure. if you walk over and they pull you into their little dance circle and all of a sudden, like now you're part of the handsy dancing, then it's like, okay, great. This guy is just having a good time. Yeah. And I'm sure also that this dude knew that she had a boyfriend. If they had been like doing rehearsal dinner. Like I'm sure it came up at some point in time that she was bringing you as a date. Yeah. So again, as Nell said, like pretty bold move to be like, I know you're here with your partner and I'm going to be a dirtbag. Not uh, like impossible, but mm-hmm. and either like, way, I think even if he didn't, then it would be totally fine for him to hit on her and she didn't do anything. So like, yeah, no harm, um, no foul. Right. I would love to know what the, conversation was i would love to know if you laid the guilt on which i'm guessing you did let's look at how he said he said i confronted her he -hmm. waited two days stewing he confronted her weird what do you think led you to do that that's very accusatory that's not like hey i'm upset about this thing that's you fucked up what made you do that which is weird yeah you have any issues with me we can talk about as in like it's very like what did I do wrong? Like, it's so passive aggressive and like shitty, honestly. That's not how yeah. you bring it up. There's if you want to have this conversation, what you say is, hey, can we talk about the wedding? That period of time where you're dancing with that guy, it made me feel really insecure and made me feel kind of jealous. And I just want to like talk it through with you. That's yeah. how you bring it up, right? Nothing to do with her, everything to do with you because it is your problem. Yes. And if they're like, babe, I'm sorry, like I fucked up or like, even if they don't say they fucked up, because they did. Even if they're just yeah. like, I'm really sorry. I didn't realize you felt that way. I'm really sorry. It was harmless, but I understand where you're coming from. Like, if they work with you, then you should be able to, like, put that in your back pocket and not be like, oh, my trust is broken. My, It's like, no, they did a thing. They didn't know how it affected you because you didn't say or do anything about it until two days later. And now you're talking about it. And if it's respectful and if it's understanding and as long as like if you expect a tearful apology then I think you're being an asshole. Yeah. Right. If they understand and empathetic and sort of under, like listen to what you're saying and take it in and be like, okay, great. I understand what you're saying. Here's how I feel. I'm sorry that you felt that way, et cetera, et cetera. Great. That's the conversation you want. Not this sort of like, oh, she cried a lot. Like, eh. Yeah. And then the like, do I break up with her? And also, dude, if the only reason you're not breaking up with her is because you don't have mates, it's a real bad reason to stick together. One, find some mates. Two, don't date someone unless you want to. Three, trust your partner. Four, don't be a dick. So, yeah. I think you should find this cruise guy and maybe become friends with him. (laughs) Yeah, you guys will get on well. You'll be a blast at weddings. 
You got hit me with that last one real quick. No, we definitely do not have time unless we want to skip our final segment. No, this question, absolutely not. No, this question needs way more love and attention. We gave too much love, not too much. Sorry, let me rephrase. We gave some love and attention to Tony Pizza at the beginning that perhaps ate into the back end of our show. Do I regret it? I would eat into Tony Pizza's back end. Absolutely. His little fucking ham butt. Mm. His Italian sausage butt. Okay, at the end of the episode, we hop onto online dating platforms. We review profiles. We see what works, see what doesn't work in an effort to make your online dating experience a little more enjoyable. Yes, we do. This is blank. They're 23. The average three acts like she's a 10 on here. Guess what? Most of you will be single and die alone due to your incapability to be feminine and submit. Most of you girls need to lose that boss woman attitude. Shit makes you seem like a man. If you're Korean or Chinese, hit me up. I'll most likely marry overseas, as American women are just trash. Love it. That's a great profile, you fucking asshole, you're a dirtbag, and this is a zero, obviously. No, I'm going to go to like negative four with this one. It's bad, and we don't have a whole lot of time to discuss how bad it is, but I think if you need a reason why it's bad, we have about 280 (laughs) episodes of podcasts that you could probably listen to and, and piece it together. And you have your ears. I would say on a scale of zero to Tony Pizza, that's a little bird. <laughs> Is little bird worse than sour meat? Because I think sour meat's the worst. You see, sour meat actually is funny, though. I guess. Little bird is bland. It's like a stone. Yeah, but bland usually yeah. gets like a five. But it's like bad anyway, bland. We can't get into this. <laughs> I don't have a name for this bad boy. Toronto native navigating the highs and lows of Ontario. A self-reliant, mechanically inclined woman passionate about her work. From fixing machines to speaking, teaching, and mentoring. I wear many hats. Can you keep up with the variety? Not interested in hookups, threesomes, or explicit requests. Let's have meaningful conversations. Swipe right if you appreciate depth and genuine connections. I won't make the first move, so feel free to capture my attention. I don't love, I won't make the first move. I don't love, feel free to capture my attention. I don't love the blandness of, do you like connections? Because obviously. I do like mechanically minded. I find it funny that she likes speaking. I, I, Why? I don't know. Like, I think she I means like public, public. Yes. Yeah, I know. It's just funny. It's like I own a podcast, two of them, and I wouldn't say I like speaking, and that's all I do. I'm going to give it a. I will give it a five. I think the red flags would tip it down, but the green flags tip it up, and it's just a five. Yeah, I wish you kind of like cut out. Like, if you just cut out the like end bit because it's like as we've talked about before it's like of course you want genuine connections no one's looking yes. for that i don't think you like the whole like not interested in hookups i like that's fine you have on your profile that you're looking for a long-term partner yeah and look anyone who's going to ignore that and try to get a hookup out of you is gonna do it regardless of whether or not you say there's a hookup so it's yes. yeah it's it's, it's a five Blew. yeah this is christian 31 If you're a skank who's going to argue with me about values, then save your breath, which includes 90% of you, so... If you have an OnlyFans, beat it. If you have more than one baby daddy, beat it. You're not an asset. You, ma'am, are an asshat. So, now that's clear. We can move on. Are there any females that see themselves as wives? As lifelong partners? Are you all just spreading your legs for fuckboys and expecting real men to raise your worthless kids? 
<laughs> oh man. Like I just, I want to reach into the collective consciousness of shitty men and delete the word female. Yeah. Like that's, it's funny that that stuck out, even though it was a forest of red flags. That one was like, it's like a pretty big flag. And here's why I wouldn't do it, though. Like, as much as I want to, it's the easiest way for women. Like, I know so many, like, all of my lady friends who are dating are like, the second a man right. refers to a woman. All your hmm? females. All my females. Yes, all the females in my life. Like, the second they're like, oh, the second a dude refers to women as females, I'm so out. And I was like, I love you. And I'm glad that this is a policy that you've all adopted. It's a piece of shit. It's a minus 10. Yeah. This is Asian MILF. Vivacious, witty, sassy, independent, cerebral. Will. Oh, well read. <laughs> Thought it said will read. Eagle Parts community activist, fierce mama bear, and sexy vixen. Can be a little bratty at times, kinky at all times. Give as good as I get. I expect the same. Be local. Don't drive. But it's like, I don't want to say the area. So it's be local, comma, don't drive. Recently single with limited free time, so if you're looking for a wifey, I'm not your girl. I appreciate that they get out a lot of what they want. They seem pretty confident. I'm not a fan of people throwing down a bunch of like adjectives about themselves, because again, it's kind of not your place to do that. I would like a little bit more about your interest, but I feel like what for the net you're casting out, you're doing enough, so I'm going to give it a seven. Yeah, I think for... The target audience here, I think this is a good profile. I think you've laid out sort of like some expectations. I think you've laid out sort of like your wants and needs and desires. I think it's great. I think it's a good profile. I'm going to give it an eight. This is, I believe, a first message, but it's worth looking at. Well, if you decide to date me, you'll never have to buy toilet paper ever again. I just like it all clean down there. That was <sighs> disgusting, but for real, how I would eat your booty. Now... I should save that for bad sex writing, I've realized. Now, come on. Eating butt is not for me. I don't like it. But I think it's pretty widely regarded that a butt should be cleaned to be eaten. Like, eating ass isn't eating dirty ass. Like, I think we've all agreed to this. And I'm not here to yuck anyone's yuck. I'm not here to, to say that you can't. Eh, maybe you shouldn't. I don't know. I don't know what the health risks are. But I think... The implication of this message is that, like, that's why people are eating ass is to clean and or, or to receive poop is upsetting to me. It is the opposite of Tony Pizza. I will also say, like, this is an opener. So if this is what you're into, sir, that is a kink. And that is a conversation you need to have with someone after a certain point respectfully and like with all due knowledge and tact. And this is Unless... not. Unless. Unless uh, the profile says, I want you to eat my ass. Yeah, I want which, you to eat my ass clean so I can save money on toilet roll. Hey, I'm sure there is a profile that is not too far off from that, and we might have already read it on this show. If that's the case, it's an 8. If it's not the case, it's a minus 8. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a good rule. That's going to do it for this episode, friends. Thank you very much for hanging out with us for the hour. We know we're all busy. We don't have much time, and it means a lot to us that you have decided to spend some of it with us. If you'd like to support the show, we do an extra episode. You get 25% more fuck buddies every, every month. month on our Patreon. You can get there by going to fbuddiespodcast.com and click the Patreon link. And you have a bunch of different options. If you just want to support the show, there's options for that. 
if you want to get the extra episode, there's options for that. And there's also a absurd price if you really want to make our day. Yeah. If you're our Tony Pizza out there, let us know by joining uh, uh, that extra tier. Once again, we have a live show coming up March 7th. We'd love to see you there. It's going to be a blast. We had a lot of fun last show, and I think this will be no different. I feel like there's going to be a nice spring energy in the air when it happens, mm. and I'm hype. I'm hype. Yeah. Time for some bad sex writing after, I think, Josh, Josh Eagle and the Harvest Cities for their song Paper Stars. This is a tweet from your favorite man, Andrew Tate. Oh, boy. Imagine being 24 and gorgeous and sweet and nice and finally getting a date with the top G. And he finds out you went to a festival when you were 19 and you get left on red and never recover and argue with your new man for the rest of your life because they're just not me. Huh. Now, what festival do you think really upsets Andrew Tate? I'm thinking Electric Picnic, which is like just an Irish music festival. I think if you go there, Tate won't touch you. <laughs> to be fair, I don't know if I'd... I think that's a pretty good rule. An Irish music festival? With, with the likes of Nile roaming around? To be fair, Oxygen was the worst one. Oxygen? Oxygen. People doing all that sorts like of those porta potties. It sounds like a fucking like shitty club, not a music festival. Hey, it could be both. <laughs> my name is Tony Pizza. And my name is Tony Pizza. And we've been your Tony Pizza. <laughs> <laughs>